my name is Al Rose and I'm for Red Apple Farm and uh, I don't have an official title I've, I've always <laughs> I, I call myself farmer yeah. <laughs> or chief farmer but uh, I'm the fourth generation at uh, my family's farm and uh, we are a our name of our farm is Red Apple Farm we're located in north central Massachusetts and uh, we've been around uh, since the same year that uh, Fenway Park was built which mm-hmm. is 1912 and uh, although our farm set has been there much longer than that. So, but we are uh, an apple farm that's gone from being primarily wholesale to being exclusively retail. And we've done that by having a farm stand at the farm where people come out, especially in the fall, and they go apple picking and they go to the barbecue and they do hay rides. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've also, um, since 2015, we've been at the Boston Public Market. And uh, that's really, really pushed us into being a year round operation. We are uh, based in North Central Mass, but we're pretty much from Central Mass right down to Boston. My name is Emily. I'm the manager of our Boston Public Market location. So my job is basically to bring the farm to the city. I'm coming from California and there's, there is a donut culture, but it's a little different. So like there's one Krispy Kreme donut place. There's like some artisanal donut shops, but there's not like apple cider donuts are not a thing. I'm just curious. Which is weird because there's a lot of apples. Yes, in California. exactly. <laughs> Fruit is really big, but just not not that concept. And so I'm like really interested in exploring like the culture behind that and maybe the history and we'll just see how it goes from there, I guess. And okay. yeah. This is kind of like not related to donuts, but I was just curious about like your earliest memories on the farm. So, well, for me, I, I, of course, I come from a fourth generation farm, so I've, I've kind of had it in my blood and I've mm-hmm. been part of it one way or the other since birth. So it's kind of hard to say when was my first memory at, at our family farm, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, it really started when I was real little. We used to spend summers as kids there, um, and uh, I just always remember running around without shoes on in the grass, and, and that's something that, you know, you kind of take for granted now, but um, not too many people do that. But uh, my memory of the farm has always been just being a kid playing there, and my first memory of actually like working at the farm, I bet you I was eight years old. <laughs> it's funny when you're a kid, and, you know, you, you, at living on a farm, you tend to work when you're pretty young. Mm-hmm. So how about you? What's your... I mean, I grew up in a combination of New York City and Hartford, mm-hmm. Connecticut, so totally different upbringing. Mm-hmm. What was but, your first memory of a farm going to a farm? Well, actually, I always loved farms. Mm-hmm. I think this is a little off topic, but I'll just tell you anyway, because I grew up mainly in Hartford, Connecticut, and I actually did 4-H my entire childhood, which is kind of unusual for people who are from Hartford because there are no farms in that area, but I just always loved farms. So I would drive like 45 minutes to do 4-H club once a week and take care of goats and chickens. What does 4-H stand for? How does it go? (laughs) I pledge my hands to greater service. I don't know the whole saying, but I know it's a hands, heart, and... Health, and what's the last one? I don't know. Hold on. I I was never part of it, but it's it's an agriculturally-based youth program (laughs) that really gets uh, gets kids involved. You learn how to work on a farm, and you just kind of contribute to your local farm. And a lot of times it uh, evolves into having some competition where you show yes. like your an- the animal. Yes, every summer I showed time. I would show animals at the 4-H okay. fair. There's a regional 4-H fair for every county mm-hmm. or whatever it happens to be, and so I always showed my goats, and 
One year I showed rabbits. Showing just consists of walking the animals around in a circle gotcha. and the judge comes around and you like put them in little poses and they ask you questions and I usually came in last place. Oh. I'm not gonna lie, but I had a really good time doing it. Um, so, but my earliest memory going to an apple farm was probably in high school, so totally different from Al. But. And so when you were saying, you mentioned like you couldn't wait to eat the apple cider donuts. And so like, yeah, like when you were working on the farm was selling things from the farm, like as in the form of apple cider donuts. In the early years, it was predominantly a wholesale apple farm operation, but um, there was always a retail stand at our farm. And we're an old New England farm, like our barn and our house dates in the 1700s. It's definitely an old colonial um, farmstead. Right. Um, but in that old barn, there's always been a, a retail store, a farm stand. And uh, and if you look at the old pictures, we've sold some of the same things mm-hmm. from day one, which is everything from you know, your pumpkins and gourds and squashes and corn stalks and honey and mm-hmm. bags of apples and what have you. Um, but it wasn't till we became more a year-round uh, retail operation mm-hmm. where we really got involved with your own that we really branched out and making more things on the farm mm-hmm. so I would say it was really in the 80s when we really got going strong on the apple cider donuts and that coincided with the apple pies and mm-hmm. and it just it goes on and on but um, our apple cider donuts are made with apple cider <laughs> and we've been making apple cider every day I mean every day every year um, from day one, since mm. early 1900s, and we're actually making cider tomorrow morning, mm. and uh, we, we always make a nice blend of cider, and our apple cider is uh, the key component to apple cider donut. So it was a nat- natural extension, grow apples, make apple cider, and then actually mm-hmm. the next step would be to make apple cider donuts. And the batter that we use, and Emily can confirm that, but it's, it's a cake uh, style donut, mm-hmm. so it's it's uh, a batter that uh, instead of having water, it has cider in it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know how else you could expand on the, the well. You batch. just, I mean, to make a cake style donut, you need some sort of acid mm-hmm. to make the baking powder react. So apple cider is a very natural fit, mm-hmm. and of course the flavor is really good too. And it usually has cinnamon sugar on top. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget that. No, it's not the same without it. Do you remember the like first time you introduced apple cider donuts? What was the response to it? And you know, like, I, I at our farm again, I think uh, I'm I, you know I'm sure apple cider donuts existed before we we started producing or <laughs> selling them. And uh, but I do remember there was always a built up pent up demand for mm-hmm. apple cider donuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was interesting is that in, the, in our early years, we never put cinnamon sugar on it. You know, oh, they really? Just, yeah, they were just plain cider donuts. And a lot of people still request them that yeah. way. But we thought that that was the way to do it, just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kept getting requests to put cinnamon sugar on it. And mm-hmm. I remember it evolved into, all right, well, let's do half cinnamon sugar, half plain. Mm-hmm. And then we kept selling out of the cinnamon sugar. So we kept mm. moving it up and up, and at one point, I think it was like 90% cinnamon sugar and then mm. 10% plain, and then we probably See. just gave up on plain and only do plain on demand. So when somebody yeah. comes up, says, mm-hmm. can we have a plain donut? But uh, but as far as, uh, you know, when did it become iconic in New England to say, I'm going apple picking, I'm going to have an apple cider mm-hmm. donut? It's It really, I think, evolved as farms got more into pick your own and becoming a destination for... Uh, for, for a farm outing, and that really happened in the, really in the 80s, the beginning of the 80s. I think is, it was fairly recent. Yeah, that's what I think what it coincided really also with the whole like farm-to-table movement because right, people yeah. are more interested in um, consuming things that were produced on a farm. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it, and and it's and I tell you, it's uh, that's one aspect of our business. It just continues and continues to grow, and our demand for it is it's. Uh, I think we have three donut machines right now, and I'm sure we could justify mm-hmm. buying another one. And, and some operations mm-hmm. have such big. We're envious because mm-hmm. they have these huge six conveyor systems that they make cider donuts mm-hmm. and they still yeah. have lines of people we, we have uh, long lines of people waiting for cider donuts and, mm-hmm. but it, it is now it's going to an apple farm in the fall in mm-hmm. new england um it's all about a sense of place and it's all mm-hmm. about an experience and getting an apple cider donut mm-hmm. is part of that experience and uh people will d- demand it and expect it and uh, we we better provide it if our machine right. goes down Watch out. <laughs> right. A lot of unhappy people. Really. You know, like any piece of equipment, mm-hmm. once in a while, we experience malfunctions, and yeah. we might experience, like have an, an hour go by where we Try have to, fix, to it. fix it. And it's a crisis. There's always, you. you are always disappointing people, and so sad. So we try to, you know, this, not let that happen. What's nice at the market here in Boston is the Boston Pub Market. We're able to make donuts every single day, and people can try a hot mm-hmm. cider donut. Yeah. Um, at the farm, um, we finally came up this year to have a line. Just so if you want, if you want a hot cider donut, you want to wait. Um, there's a separate line for that. Oh. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best way to get a cider donut when it's hot. You know. Yeah. Do you just serve apple cider donuts all year round? What happens is, so our farm stand in Phillips is open year right. round. And okay. So we, we, we do, and it's funny because I remember in the summer we would hold off making cider donuts. Mm. I mean, say, oh, let's wait till August. It's hot. It's not apple cider donut season, and people would be complaining and wanting them. So we kept moving it up, and mm-hmm. finally just said we just have to offer them year round because people have expected it. Mm. Yeah. So that's happened at the farm, and then in the winter we've been part of a ski area, uh, which is a mountain ski area, where we operate a lodge about a third of the way up the mountain. People ski in or snowboard in, and, and we make hot cider donuts right on the mountain. And what's really cool there is that it's an old lodge, stone lodge, mm-hmm. built during the de- Depression by the CCC in the 1930s. So it's a rugged, feel stone. You know, it's got a fireplaces. It's a really cool place, but um, it's not too far from the uh, chairlift going up. And if the prevailing wind for the exhaust for the donut machine goes towards the chairlift, you can just see everybody looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little, come here. <laughs> so it's, it's a really neat part of... Uh, of, of that mm-hmm. of what you use about in ski area outing now mm-hmm. is you can go get a hot cider donut made around mm-hmm. the mountain and of course that goes right with making hot cider and mm-hmm. so it cold weather i think begs hot cider and cider donuts mm-hmm. at least the cool weather uh, mm-hmm. what we call fall weather right. and winter weather but over time it's become at least for us especially in boston we're year-round apple cider donuts yeah well i think that like you know there's when something is associated with a certain season, you think you shouldn't offer it on the off season because then it's not as special. special. Mm-hmm. But the difference here is that we have tourists who may maybe are visiting Boston over the summer and that's the only time they're gonna come to Boston and apple cider donuts are something that have become associated with Boston that, mm-hmm. thanks to us being in the, in the Boston public market. So we have to offer them hot and fresh every day, every all day, day. Wow. year round because there's at least multiple times every single day year-round there are people who are vacationing here who have come specifically to try oh one really? of our you, apple you have actually oh, had yeah. people who yeah. just come oh, for the donuts at least once a day every day there are people who come here specifically to try our donuts oh wow that's so yeah. interesting and you'll, you'll see that in the 
occasional uh, review or uh, some sort of media publication out there that's from another country and it's it's kind of cool that they, they do mention the apple cider mm -hmm. donut is a New England thing and mm -hmm. mentions a market and uh, so we, we take a lot of pride in that and Wow. And we try to get all our loving care to produce the best donuts. And, and it's, it is a, our demand for apple cider donuts explodes in the fall because I think that's when, again, it's fall. What should we do? Well, we should have an apple cider donut. And when it was a gathering or a meeting, um, our um, bulk orders just really mm. just goes crazy. So keeping Through up with that <laughs> is always a challenge, but a welcome challenge. And uh, But I think... Apple cider donuts are uh, a great thing to have year-round mm. just for the fact that they have apple cider in them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, they, are, um, they are something that, you know, we have the large ones at the farm, mm -hmm. uh, which we call them farm-sized donuts. And these ones here are a third of the size, I would say, mini. Mm -hmm. So who doesn't have room for a little mini cider? Mm -hmm. exactly. <laughs> well, also, you could think about it this way yeah. uh, in terms of having them available year-round. Mm -hmm. Apple farming is a very short season business mm -hmm. so in order to be viable you know you come up with products that can last year round so sure. you've got the apples well they last maybe like three to four weeks in the fridge you can turn them into apple cider you know apple cider itself lasts has a certain shelf life so now you have to come up with like another step so like turn that into mm -hmm. apple cider donuts mm -hmm. apple cider vinegar mm -hmm. ap you know hard apple cider so it's a, a nice evolution to, to adding yeah, value yeah. To, exactly. to the apple your donuts are known as like the best donuts yeah we'll say that <laughs> um, but what makes like what makes the best apple cider donut to you like what is the one thing well i one thing i again i i'll respect to all my peers and whoever else makes cider <laughs> donuts i think everyone's got to do their own thing but we we've always held to the standards of always using our own cider and and making it sure it's 100 percent all natural cider so i think that's that's something that we believe makes it special and uh and uh i think that's something we would never change so i think that's that's a principle you know if you're going to call an apple cider donut it better have apple cider in it mm -hmm. um and i think beyond that i, I it, cider donuts are are tricky depending on the ambient temperature so you've really got to fluctuate on the batter temperature and the cider temperature so you want to make sure that that thing is really I don't know fills out and blows up the way you would want it to so there is a lot of adjusting that we find not everyone that works for us has a tack to make cider donuts so we're always nope. challenged to make sure we're training and finding people that can make them to the best ability and it is it is a fine like, like cooking anything you know it, there's an artistic side to it um, so that's something we strive for and, and, and we don't always get there but we try every day to improve on it. Do you think if you let's say took, took apple cider donuts and put it somewhere else in the country do you think it would be as successful as if it were just like right now as it is in New England or do you think there's something special about buying it mm. here? I think there's something really special about buying it here but I do think that there's room to bring it to other spots in the country. I've actually thought about that a lot, like, because we have a lot of people come come from California, you know, Portland, Oregon, like, places that grow apples, Washington. They gr grow the most apples of any state in the U.S., and they're like, I've never heard of an apple cider donut. Like, what the heck is this? And I'm, I think that's so strange, because... And, 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 um, and there are a lot of parts in the country that obviously are known for apple cider donuts in the Midwest, what mm -hmm. have you. Yeah, you know, it's definitely a, uh, but it's it's definitely has a regional identity, and I think it all mm -hmm. depends where you grow up. But mm -hmm. I, I think what's really cool here is when we first opened up at the Boston Public Market in 2015, um, I, I remember the reaction from people saying, um, 
wow, it was just like their childhood came back, you know. So that a lot of people that were visiting here, like they tried an apple cider donut, and it is kind of neat here that when you grow up um, and you do go apple picking, that you do have a memory more times than not to have an apple cider donut experience. And, yeah. And I and uh, so I think it's we are part of the culture here as far as not just us but this apple cider donut. And so I think it's uh, it is really neat to have something that brings you to a sense of place in a period of time in your life. And so that connection, I think, is what makes an apple cider donut even better. I think yeah. the success of the apple cider donuts here in Boston proves that you could do it anywhere. Not because we're not in New England here, but because we're not at the farm. So, you know, whether you're in the middle of Boston or you're in the middle of nowhere on the farm, having the apple cider donut brings you to that place Mm -hmm. so if you're not physically at the farm having the donut brings you to the farm so Mm -hmm. if you were to you know create the right retail environment anywhere Mm -hmm. potentially you could i think create the same cult like Mm -hmm. following we we have a lot of uh folks that come to the farm and uh occasionally we have uh, bus tours and there's been Mm -hmm. plenty of college students including harvard that have come out there they came out just uh, a week ago Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I think it's the Dun- Dunstan House. Am I saying that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Dunstan. Yeah. So yeah they, I think they come out pretty much every year, which is great. Mm-hmm. And as you know, a lot of college students are from all over. And whenever, whenever I'm at the farm, I make a point to try to get everybody out by the cider donut machine, mm-hmm. and I offer everybody there. For those who've never had a hot cider donut, mm-hmm. I said, I said I want to give you guys all your first hot cider donut and I joke and say you'll always remember today and the rest of your life <laughs> there is something about that first hot cider donut when you get something and uh, I do think that we're, we're we are uh, our life is nothing more than memories and experiences and and uh, I do think coming out to an apple farm is uh, thank God for us it's a moment of indulgence too so people really uh, when they're there there's no inhibition they want to enjoy every aspect of the farm and, uh, and that's what has kept us around for this many years and hopefully many more. And Boston has been really cool for us to be here because, uh, you know, look at the Red Sox, right? They're doing great. Mm-hmm. And we're part of so many neat things that happen in Boston. Um, and uh, I, I know the parade, the, the was it last year? When, the last time the, the, uh, the Patriots were Oh, yeah. It was really, really cool to, to see that the parade came right by here, and that was the first time ever we benefited from the Patriots. Usually the Patriots take business away from us because everybody yeah, wants to be yeah. indoors watching the Patriots, and it was really cool. So we, we're, we're just – it's such a neat place to be part of, mm-hmm. and I think it's really neat that um, Boston embraces apple farms but embraces apple mm-hmm. cider donuts. How labor-intensive is it to make, like, a batch of donuts? I don't know. Or a single donut. Making of an actual batch of donuts is not very labor-intensive. The labor-intensive piece starts with making the cider. That's very labor-intensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we use a lot of fresh apple cider in every batch. So I would say just starting from the scratch, that's very labor-intensive. And then actually making the donuts, once you get the hang of it, it doesn't feel like a lot. But I remember when I first started, and it, it did seem like overwhelming. Um, because there are just so many little details you have to be paying attention to at once, so it's multitasking. And then, um, well, I haven't made them at the farm, so I'm only speaking for here in Boston, but when we're busy, you always have, you know, cider heating up, batter being made, and donuts being made, and it's like this constant cycle because you can never run out of donuts, and so all, you know, you have multiple stages of production happening all at once so 
That's yeah. the hardest part. That's keeping the hardest it all part. Going. Once you get in your flow, though. And I think the, 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 the real hard part, I think, is, is understanding when things aren't quite right. So mm. if, if you need the oil level needs to increase mm. or uh, if your, your batter temperature is off a bit, I mean, I think mm. someone's going to be able to pick up on it real quick and, mm -hmm. and adjust because there, there is a lot of calibration. And mm -hmm. as you're making the individual batch, um, the donuts in the beginning and the end can change drastically if you're not careful. So I think it just it takes a certain kind of person to... Like, like uh, I mean, for whether it's cooking or baking or anything, it does take someone with a certain aptitude, I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah, some people mm -hmm. are more natural than others at it. I mean, mm -hmm. even just the color of the cinnamon sugar, we don't use a recipe for that. Oh, it's, that's interesting. It's by color. And no matter how many times you <laughs> show someone the correct shade that you want, some people are going to get it and other people are just going to make it wrong every time because it's like a intuitive thing and then gotta be perfect yeah and we've had some excellent donut makers over the years mm -hmm. and one in particular john lee who I, I love to know how many donuts you made in all the years he worked for us but he he just loved making donuts and and uh, he would there was times in the fall where not only do we have to get the machine going way before pre-dawn you know in the dark hours but we had to make him right through until until the end of the day and uh he just enjoyed it and, and it, i think when like anything if someone enjoys doing something it it, it just shows and uh mm -hmm. so it's always great when we can find someone that loves cider donuts as much as we do